You are listening to Joygasm, a video game and movie podcast. I'm Russ, Xbox Live Toaster360. He is Steve, Xbox Live Stevevich. And we both pity the fool. Episode 218 today, April 1st, 2021. We're going to be get, uh, catching up with each other like we always do. Getting caught up? Getting caught up. That's right. Before we go into our topic of the day, which is the WandaVision review, which you can fast forward to if you look at the timestamps located in your podcast provider or YouTube platform detailed section down below. Steve, it's been a minute. It has been a little bit of a 60 second. We have some uh, some updated digs, which yeah. is exciting. Yeah, we do. Computer. Mm. Don't know what it is. Never had one on the show before. Computational device. It's the new cat's meow. Got to learn the old QWERTY. <laughs> I felt bad for you having to look everything up on your phone. Yeah. So I thought I would get you a bigger screen. Okay. Of course, if you'd rather use your phone instead, you can do so. You yeah. will not hurt my feelings. You're like, look it up. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, wait a minute. I got well, this over here. And you may have to <laughs> just because, I mean, it just depends on, on uh, how that computer is feeling like cooperating or not on any given day. So you know, keep, keep that phone handy, Steve. Keep it handy. I, I will know. keep it close to my heart. Close and personal. <laughs> it is already just about the end of this week. I'm curious to know what is new in the land of Steve Ola. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, Russ, I watched a couple things. Actually, you know what I did too? What, what did you do? This was Steve? a mistake, but it actually not been kind of cool. <laughs> was it a happy mistake? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I forgot what night this was. This was by last week sometime. Uh, last week. Because I mean, like last week we didn't catch up with each other. We were doing the movie the the movie review. Say say the the name, Steve. You said it so well last time. Justice League. No, 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 no. Zack Snyder. No, no. It's he, he's, he's a who Snyder. Oh, Snyder. Yeah. I, Zack Snyder. You, you said it with purpose. It, was, it caught me off guard in a very good way when mm. we were reviewing it. Which, by the way, we both highly recommend. If you haven't seen that episode, which was the previous one. It's long. It's long. <laughs> And epic. Just like the film itself. Just like you. Ooh, thank you. <laughs> Long and epic. Anyway. So, um, <laughs> what happened was, we, I think, it, I think it was actually Wednesday night after we streamed, and there was a banner on, X, on the Xbox Live dashboard, and it had Sea of Thieves on it. And I thought it was just like a post that said like, oh, you know, here's something new. So mm-hmm. I clicked on it mm-hmm. and it launched the game. So I thought, well, I'm already this far. <laughs> we'll just, you know, play it a little bit. And uh, so I did. I joined a crew. No, no, no friendly crew. These are complete strangers. Randos. Oh, sense of adventure. We didn't talk much. We just uh, kind of typed stuff in the upper left hand corner. <laughs> right up around this area. 
Howdy. And um, so whatever was new in the game, I kind of forgot. Oh, the pets are there. And they had some pets on the board of the ship. Oh, how is that? And somebody grabbed their dog and was like, here. I'm like, I'm grabbing a dog. So you okay. could actually hold their dog? Yeah. It's, oh. like, it's like you're holding, like you're playing the instruments and stuff. Or if like you, you catch a fish and then you hand the fish over saying, hey, look at this. You could do that with the animals. Oh. So someone had a dog, and the dog was kind of roaming around the, the boat and sniffing and barking and kind of just hanging out on the ship. And, um, yeah. So that was cool. And then all of a sudden, I want to know what we did. We, we All we did really was we sank some, some ghost ships, mm. and that gave us some loot. And then we turned that loot into this chick outside the tavern. And then I got like four rare achievements. Really? Somehow, some way. Yeah. So cool. Uh, you'll take it. I will. But and he did. <laughs> and I, I'm still. I, I'm almost level fifty with the treasure um, hunters. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, what about the other ones? Uh, Merchant. Oh, that's probably like 38, uh, 39. What about the souls? Uh, that's in the 40s. It's like probably 40. I tell you, man, the game designers, five, six, they know. really, for those last like five levels you got to reach, they, they, they kind of, I don't know, they put the capital G in grind, Steve. Well, yes, they do. You're like, oh, man, I got attacked so many times to try and turn in this treasure. Then you get there and you're like, oh. <laughs> Take it, pay me some gold. And like, oh, here's a pittance. And then yeah. your, your experience goes <laughs> like that. It like, actually ah, like it goes the night. It goes back the opposite way. It goes pew. You're like, hey, wait a minute. Cheater. <laughs> so um anyway, I did that and I was catching some fish, and that was actually kind of cool. Um wife and I decided to watch a Jason Statham movie. Um, oh, what's it called? It's like um, it's be a good night if you watch a Jason Statham yeah, movie. Yeah, except this one was really terrible. Um, oh, uh, it was like like uh, God Save the King or something like that. Or, or I, I forgot what it was called. It was, I'll look it up and tell you. But it's something like <laughs> I just God Save the King. This I don't image know. in my head of like all the king's horses. You know what kings mean? Good. Put Humpty Dumpty back together no, again. You can't put Humpty Dumpty back together again. <laughs> you understand a word? And pieces. Yeah, he, you gotta, you gotta like try and channel Jason Statham's voice when you say that. Like he, his voice can make anything sound good. Like I, I bet his kids absolutely love it when he like reads the the nursery rhymes, busting out the mother goose. So this movie was so bad. It, it actually had a lot of like popular actors in it. Like, I don't know how much these people, they, they must've all been doing nothing and thought, yeah, I could use an extra hundred grand. Yeah. We'll do some like, you know, whatever flick. And uh, I mean, it, it's so bad. Like it's almost, it almost crosses the line of like, okay, we're going to make a parody of like Lord of the Rings or something. And, but it's going to be low budget because we've already paid all the budget to the actors. And so we don't have any other like money for costumes or like computer effects or anything. This is a Jason Statham this is movie. Jason Statham. Ron Perlman's in it too. Wow. So in this, is this like a younger Ron Perlman and a younger Jason Statham? I mean, not 
Like before Snatch, Jason Statham, or after Snatch? After Snatch. I, I don't know how I haven't heard about this. Anyway, it's on it's on Amazon Prime. And so we thought, yeah, you know, we both like Jason Statham. We'll give it a whirl. It can't be that bad. I mean, it's not going to be a, you know, award winner. I mean, yeah, whatever. So we couldn't even get through it. I mean, we didn't get through half of it. I mean, I, I was like, <laughs> my, my wife was done before I was done. And... She goes like, can we just watch something else? I'm like, no, it, it's going to get, okay. I just want to see what happens. Yeah. And then by like the next 10 minutes, I'm like, oh, okay, let's watch something else. Who's like, the director? Do you know? Oh, yeah. You don't even know. I'm just going to use that. Get computational on device. Yeah, yes. computational. Uh, the interwebs. Um, but mm-hmm. have you ever seen the movie Taken, Russ? I don't remember if I have or not. I rec- I remember the name. Who's in it? Liam Neeson. Yes. Uh, I have seen that. That's with his daughter when his daughter uh, gets I kidnapped. Have a particular set of skills. Yeah, yeah. Right. We gave that another whirl. That's a good movie. That is a good movie. There were uh, several comedians, I recall, that were making jokes about, like, I think when Taken 3 came out or something, they were making there, jokes it, about, like, t- how he's, like, the worst father. <laughs> he's like, you let your daughter get kidnapped again. He's like, he's like, please, please don't go out again. Yeah. I'm all out of money. And so are your parents, your step-parents. Um, okay. Liam it has his, his voice and accent, I find, are actually kind of challenging to make it sound the same. Yeah, there, there's a certain candidates to uh, how he speaks that, uh, you know, I, I, and I mean, we, we tend to do quite a few voices, but in that particular instance, I, I tend to struggle with it. I'm going to use the phone. That, that IMDB on the computer is different than just the, the straight up app. Right? Oh, that's, that's totally fine. That's totally um, fine, <laughs> Usually, whatever you want to. Man, other than that, I mean, I've been, I binged the entire WandaVision within like a little over a week. Wow. A little over a week. And then I streamed fa- more Final Fantasy. Did you stream more Final Fantasy? Oh, yeah. You played Final Fantasy, right? Final Fantasy 7, Russ. Yes. Yes. I uh, I was in the process of actually updating the, the studio here, and I was unable to join for the Wednesday night festivities, but good old Steve was, was there and apparently was going through more of the Final Fantasy 7 remake. Which I don't even know where you are at this point in time. I assume that, that things are definitely starting to pick up, that you're kind of making your way toward the end of, of that part of the remake. So I so the plate has fallen and I'm with Barrett again and I'm doing busy work. I just oh, you know where I am I'm doing busy work. I'm doing busy work. I'm like the, the developers of the game are still like finding more interesting stuff for me to do. So in mm. the meantime, I'm just I I I found the kids again. They were lost. Found the kids again. And, uh, oh, in the name of the king, in the name of the king, a dungeon siege tale. Okay. Uh, The name itself is ringing a bell. Oh, they can't see that. Not at all. Can they see it or not? It's just... uh, um, but no. So, uh, let me just read this cast here to you, Russell. Oh, sure. I'd love to hear. Jason Statham, Ron Perlman, Ray Liotta... Uh, John Rise Davies. Rise Davies. He, he, he was Gimli, basically. Um, Claire Forlani. Claire Russ. Forlani. Um, 
just to name a few. I don't know if you're going to recognize a lot of these. Burt Reynolds is in it. Wow, Burt Reynolds. Anyhow. Um, so it, it sounds like it's it's an all-star cast. It's like a, it's just crazy people. Yeah. And it, it's, it's so bad. It's like, okay, so there's orcs in it, right? Mm-hmm. But it's almost like the orcs are like the how like people dressed up for Halloween. And the way they're kind of running is like, like I'm I'm scary, running for your lives. Oh, it's it's bad. Hmm. It's bad. It, it's almost funny. It's so bad. I'm sorry, I'm sorry to hear that, Steve. <sighs> wouldn't, wouldn't recommend it, Russ. Well, anything else? No. Hmm. Hmm. Well, let me think here. I, I had a, a some, some stuff written down. I ended up watching Zack Snyder's Justice League movie again. Why do I even need to respond to that? I will regardless. So has it been 12 hours of Zack Snydery? It has, Steve. It has. It's been 12 hours of Justice League glory. Mm. Glory! 12 hours of Batfleck. I also watched the first episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier oh. on Disney Plus. Yeah, I haven't done that yet. This one, it's the jury is still out for me. Hmm. Uh, I think it's interesting how they are exploring more of the personal lives of both protagonists in this, both you know, literally the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, they're in it too. They are indeed, and uh, some of the things that that they're exploring, I anticipated them to, to to start to look into that sort of thing. And other parts of it, I didn't. So like I said, I, I think I need to see some more episodes in it. It, it has not immediately hooked me, but be just because it is Falcon and Winter Soldier, I want to see more. So sure. I got to check it out. I know episode two is already out. I think episode three is going to drop either. Well, it may have already dropped today or maybe it will tomorrow. I'm not exactly sure, but I'll, I'll, uh, I'll keep at it, Steve. I'll keep at it and see what happens with that. I have to do that one pretty soon. Give our initial impressions, at least. Indeed. I saw a movie poster, by the way, for the latest Guy Ritchie film. Oh. Yeah, I, th- uh, I think I saw the same one, but I forgot what it's called. <laughs> the Wrath of Man. Right. And I haven't seen any kind of trailer yet, but... We are both very big fans of Guy Ritchie as a director, and to see this, uh, it, even just seeing a teaser poster, it got me all excited and whatnot. I, I'm very much looking forward to it, and it reminded me actually of the previous film that that he made that we both really enjoyed quite a bit, and it had a little bit of that snatch quality to it. <laughs> We should probably stop over your head. I say we go on forever. I have to break out the tambourine into this. (laughs) The tambourine and the uh, the three sizes too small shirt. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I was excited about that. Another thing that's actually not movie or gaming related is we both got vaccinated. Hey, pop culturey. Pop sorta. culture-y, kind of, sort of. So I got mine today, mm-hmm. and it was actually a very good shot. And I know that's weird to say. Medical tip, people. 
when you get a shot, you want a fast needle. And you want slow <laughs> medicine. Actually, the nurse said, you want me to let the needle linger? Ooh, I said, shoulder. I went, you know what? Yeah, let the needle linger. Don't squeeze in the medicine. Because if you could think about it, your muscle's not used to a foreign object just jabbing at it. And so it's going to go like, whoa, what's this? And then it's not used to all these chemicals being like squirted in its face. And so it gets like double. And you're like, oh, hey, what's this? Why does my arm hurt? Why is it so sore? That's why. So I told her. She goes, hey, hi. Hey, how you doing today? And I went, good, how are you? And so did I you, did you did you refer to her as doctor? <laughs> because you you two had a face mask. That's one of the things I am gonna miss is when this yeah. whole thing is said and done. I mean, I always love going to complete strangers to be like, doctor, doctor. You have to start communicating with your eyebrows. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, he's he's so expressive yeah. with his eyebrows. <laughs> it's like he's I can see his whole face. I feel like his eyebrows. eyebrows are peering into my very soul. So I told her, I said, look, I don't want to tell you how to do your job. And I'm not going to. But <laughs> can I make a suggestion? A suggestion. A request. Request. A favor. Yes. And so she looks at me. Hand. Gloved hand. Needle. What? Yeah. And so, <laughs> hand, okay. And I told her. Well, well, how did she say what, though? Was it, was it, was it like, was it like, hmm. Or well, like, now it wasn't like that. It was kind of an in between of both. <laughs> uh, it was probably like you're my 200th shot for the day, and everybody's had their own exactly. little favor. So like, uh, <laughs> so anyhow, it's kind of like someone look at you go like, if you're working like stocking a shelf, and someone comes up and goes, hey, hardly working or working hard, <laughs> and you're like, I've heard that every day for the past six months. It ain't funny. Mm-hmm. That's probably how it was. Anyway, she listens and she goes, yeah, I can do that. And I went, okay, but slow. And she goes, you want to let it linger? And I went, yeah, you know what? Linger. That's a good word. Linger. Linger. And so she did that. <laughs> Got stuck. And she just like slowly just, I didn't feel a thing after that. Excellent. I didn't feel a thing. I looked at her and she's looked at me like, you okay? And I went, that was the Best shot I've ever had. Ooh. Best shot. I said, I didn't feel a thing. Like I said, you're awesome. I said, you have a blessed day is what I told her. And she goes, oh. <laughs> you know, after you just told me that story, I, I can't help but think about how the people who are administering these, these shots, they're going to be like Jedi masters at giving shots. By the time they get all the folks vaccinated, I mean, they're going to be like giving seminars on like Ted talks and stuff about like how to give a shot. Because if you think about it, I mean, it's, <laughs> they're probably, I, they're probably going to be, I don't know what 200 mil at least that are going to be getting vaccinated. If not more, it's going to be nuts. But anyway, yeah, no, it was, it was very exciting for us to be able to, to get our shots as well. We did the whole, uh, I think we did Pfizer. Yeah. Uh, so it's the whole like part one of two uh, getting of the shots and stuff. But very excited nonetheless. It's It's been a long time coming. So anyway. 
that was a lot of fun. I was uh, playing some Peggle 2 <clears throat> with a little one. Hadn't yeah. played that game in a while. Yeah. And, and it's, it's again, it's one of those casual games that's just a lot of fun to be able to not have to like think. It's not intense. And it doesn't matter how many times you play this game. It's one of those games where like, like the ball itself, like when you launch the ball, you have no idea how that ball is going to end up, how many pegs you're going to actually hit. Mm. Like you, you, you might be able to guess like, oh, like the first like two, maybe three pegs. After that, it's, you know, you're just entertained. You're entertained by the simple thing of watching a ball hit certain pegs or miss certain pegs. You never know. And... and if you happen to make the the basket, you know, like like the little bucket thing that mm-hmm. moves from left to right on the bottom of the screen, mm-hmm. here to tell you, if, if the ball goes in, that's a that's a that's a swish. It, it's it is it's a swish, or you know, mm-hmm. I was, was going to say it's a little uh, jolt of dopamine. It just goes in, squirts in the back of your cerebellum. You're like, ooh, I'm happy. Uh, yeah, I agree. Well, buckle up, Buttercup, for it's time for the topic of the day. Our topic of the day is the WandaVision review. This, unless you have been, I don't know, living under a rock or perhaps taking a Zen moment out in the desolate desert, have heard about this series that was provided by Disney+. Plus. It was not a premium access show. This was one that came with your subscription. Mm, thank goodness. Well, now, and just to remind everybody, we were going to do this review last week, but we flip-flopped things because of the Justice Snyder, Justice League movie that, uh, what did I say? Ju- <laughs> Zack Snyder, Justice League <laughs> Justice movie. Vision Wanda, yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, talk about tongue-tied. <laughs> Zack Wanda. Yeah, Zack Wanda Vision League Justice of, I don't know. Superman! <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, man. So, Gosh, here we are. Kind of came out. Here we are. WandaVision. WandaVision. You ended up binge watching the entire thing? Yes. In one sitting? Or did you uh, did you break it up over a few days? A few days, Russ. I have to uh, sleep at some point. No, you don't. <laughs> sleep is overrated. Uh, well, you know, it sounded good anyway. <laughs> I suppose before we actually get started into this thing, uh, we are going to be talking about spoilers. So if you haven't seen the series and you don't want to hear about spoilers, we suggest you pause us right now and go watch it or finish it up or whatever you need to do and then come on back. It is a review. It is a review. Otherwise, if you don't care, then hold on to your butts. So (laughs) hold on to your butt. Hold on to your ninnies. So when it comes to WandaVision, yeah. let's start off with kind of high level overall. Uh, what did you think of the show? 
Um, I thought that it was crazy boring in the beginning. Were, were you were you sewing? Were you knitting as you were watching the first half? Uh, my thumbs were practicing their wrestling technique. Excellent. Yes. Yeah. It's kind of... Hey, hey! Oh, against the ropes! Um, yeah, no, it was... Uh, I mean, there was... I, I was amped when the show came out because I, I like Vision. I thought he got a raw end of the deal. I mean, they brought him out and he didn't really have that much of a presence in the movies and nor did he stick around very long and then now he's gone. So I'm like, dude, Vision's gone. Like, why would you even do that? So It's called tragedy, Steve. Been holding a grudge. Sacrificial lamb, Steve. Um, yeah, sure. So, um, big, big character to be a sacrificial lamb. But well, there's, I mean, look at the cast of Avengers. There are a lot of them. Yeah, but Russ, I'll tell you what. Um, Vision got a raw deal. <laughs> raw deal. So when this came out, I was like, yeah, you know, I'm keeping an open mind. And uh, when the movie poster started coming out, I, uh, I. I was like, well, what in the world? Like, you know, it's all black and white. It's kind of romantic. I mean, I'll take the romance. I mean, you know, they had a lot of chemistry. Yeah, they screen. did. So I was like, yeah, okay, I'll take it. As long as that's they're still cool and do cool stuff. And um, it, it, I mean, I don't mind mystery. Mystery is fine, but you have to give me, like, stuff to hold my attention. If it's just too much of what I'm not expecting... I'm going to be lost as a fan mm. and as your audience. Mm -hmm. And so if I don't think it's funny and you're not doing cool vision-y, Wanda-y stuff, then um, like what, what's, why should I come back and watch it? If I don't, you know, what, what entertainment value is there? And so, and it's kind of one of those th shows where, like I remember you kept on telling me about uh, Game of Thrones. You're like, oh, it gets better. You just got to get past like the first 10 seasons. No, I and said then the you first season. <laughs> Actually, I think you said the first two. And so I'm like watching Game of Thrones. And I, and I've, I'm not a fan. I, I, just not my thing. You know, just not my bag, baby. And so I never got into it. So I just, I just kind of felt myself going, okay, winter's got to get here. I mean, a lot of time has come and, and gone. I, where is winter? How many seasons did you watch? I think I went to, I know I watched, I think I got through four. Okay. I think I got through four. I don't think I got through the fifth season. Definitely didn't get through the sixth season. Um. So anyway, so, but that was actually more entertaining than, than this. I, I need stuff, like, it's almost as if you're watching a mystery movie, but the guy never figures out where his leads are from. So you see him was wandering around aimlessly until like towards the end of the movie where he figures everything out. But I mean, up until that point, you've run out of popcorn, you've run out of soda and what's left for you just to then just wait and hope it gets better. And that's kind of how it was for me. Like for, for the first part. For the, well, I would say a good half the show. Okay. I would say even probably more than half of the show. It wasn't until like, episode nine, eight, nine, and 10, where everything started really coming together. And I was like, okay, what do we got here? Throughout the rest of it, it, it seems like it's trying to figure out what they want to do with it or, or, or they're, or they're fighting for like relevancy or something like, yeah, we want to keep on showing you Wanda and vision. Uh, and so here's this story we slapped together. And then towards the end, not to give any spoilers, but well, we are reviewing the film. Well, I mean, well, we did give gonna, the uh, we're going to dig, dig in later, but yeah. like towards yeah. the end of the film, you're, you're kind of thinking, oh, okay, maybe they, 
maybe they maybe they made this in order to for it to be like a conduit towards other stuff that we're going to branch upon. And so we had to kind of fill up another story for this to actually to work. And so that was it. But altogether, um, as a as a sep- as a as a separate entity, for me, it it, it just didn't do a whole lot. Mm. What was interesting about the way that this show got started for me was how it was marketed. Like, if you think about when we saw the trailers and whatnot, they were pushing very heavily this sitcom, quirky couples thing. Like, it was definitely referencing some of the the more classic TV sitcoms from, like, the 60s, for example. The 50s and 60s. Yeah. Yeah. Or Beaver or whatever. mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, like I, I love Genie or whatever that that uh, the one is that, I love Genie, right? Yeah. So the black. Horse. I dream of Genie. I, I'm sorry, thank you, Steve. I dream of Genie. Man. <clears throat> so anyway, I was going into it thinking like like kind of like similar to what you're talking about about how like oh this is going to be something that it is going to focus more on being funny and witty and that sort of thing. And instead, what we got was it was more charming. It was more like paying homage to these these various like kind of trends that happened in television over the decades. Like like if you think about it, at least I can't remember if it was like the first like five or maybe six episodes in particular. Um, it was like they they started out in. I want to say like the forties or fifties and then I think it was the fifties. And then the second episode was the sixties. Third episode was the seventies. The fourth episode was the eighties. And then, uh, the fifth episode was the nineties, which was funny because the, the nineties one totally reminded me of Malcolm in the middle. I don't don't know if you ever watched that TV show. Yeah. I've watched a few episodes and I found myself appreciating the, the time that, that, that this crew spent in studying it, because it, 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 I mean, it, it is kind of interesting to be on this side on, you know, as, as a viewer or an audience and watch what transpires in each one of these episodes, because at, we, when, when we were younger, we were kids and we were watching TV, whether it was in the eighties, like growing pains or for like in the nineties or watching like family matters or something, there are very conscious trends and decisions, like creative decisions that kind of the, the, the culmination of the various TV shows that were hits for that particular decade had. And so I found myself kind of getting this feeling of nostalgia because I was like, Oh wow. Yeah. There, there are like these, these creative decisions that are being made that for the time was like kind of the in thing. It was like the, the, the popular thing to do. And what, what, what I found was interesting too about WandaVision was how that was the rapper, right? That was, that was the rapper for what was underlying, right? Like what was coming underneath. And so I initially was like you were like, I, I didn't, I didn't understand what was going on. I didn't understand like how I'm supposed to be interpreting this. Like, is it supposed to be just this really off the wall, quirky, uh, charming exploration, almost like a creative exploration. Um, I, and, and that was kind of where I was during the first few episodes. And I mean, to me, to be honest, I mean, I was kind of lost. However, like as time went on and we started to see, more of what transpired throughout the, the the subsequent episodes and especially toward the end, like to your point during episodes, I would even say seven, eight, nine, ten. 
that was where it was like, oh, wow. Okay. All of this stuff makes sense now. This all connects. So I think the, the big thing is, is that like overall for me, like, like I actually, at the end of the, of the whole thing, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. I didn't think it was like, like necessarily like some sort of big epic experience, but I did end up actually like walking away being satisfied. I was like, okay, they were able to connect the dots in such a way where, yeah, it started out kind of weak for me because I didn't know where they were going with it and they didn't drop enough hints up front to really understand what was going down. But then by the end of it, I was like, okay, all right, cool. That was, that was, that was, that was neat. Yeah. I, I, I almost gave up on the show, honestly, because after, after episode two, I thought, man, there's more interesting stuff to watch. I'll finish this series at some point. And they're like, yeah, we're going to review it. I'm like, yeah, I guess so. Huh? Well, fast forward time a little bit. I got to watch it. But I mean, yeah, after season, after episode two, I was, I was about to ready to put it on the back burner. But you said it improved though for you as time went on. Well, I mean, there's nine episodes. I mean, I had to get through three, four, five, six, seven for, I'm I like, let's go, let's go. They give me something more. And then I, I think they thought that maybe everything was revealed a lot sooner um, or that everybody would catch on once that. You uh, you got outside of like the sip the sitcom you know force field hostage town in a way, um, and to me it just didn't really go anywhere. I mean you had you recognize some people from like Thor and Ant Man and the Wasp, and you know like brought in some other extra characters, and and I'm like okay that that that's cool, but it, it really just still didn't go anywhere. Um, I mean it wasn't till like Vision was trying to escape. Uh, and he thought like the jokes on him. And at that point, I'm like, is Wanda a villain now? I mean, she seems like a villain. We're made to believe she's a villain. And that towards the end, it's like, no, she's not as villainy as you would think. She's still a good guy. She just took a whole town hostage. And I guess, you know, locked some kids in a room for no apparent reason. And you know, the whole town thinks she's terrible. Um, so maybe she has some just evil quirks. I don't know. But at the end, I, I, I don't know. I just felt juggled. For me, what I thought was really brilliant about the show was that this was an exploration of Wanda's grief. So when we go back to Avengers Infinity War and we see how she's the one who has actually um, had to, to kill off vision who she loves and then also witnesses when Thanos reverses time and kills him again. Um, I think that that, that was a, an extremely traumatic experience for her, but more so than that, like if you, if you rewind the clock back to um, civil war, you think back to when they were first introduced both um, Wanda and her brother she also witnesses her brother get killed at that point in time. And then if you rewind the clock back even more so, like as we see in this particular TV show, we, we actually kind of get a visual as to how her parents died as well. So she's, she's been experiencing a tremendous amount of loss throughout her life. And not only that, but then also she was the, the subject of um, some sort of evil entity corporation that was taking advantage of her skill set, and she was just so numb and gone at that point in time that um, she, you know, in her mind, she was just thinking anything she can do to try and and 
do her part basically, but she was blind to like what this, this um, institution was after. So I think that there's been a lot of suppression when it comes to her character over her entire life, really. Like she's had to really swallow a lot of horrible tragedies that have gone on. And I think what was interesting about this particular show was like at the end of, of, of Endgame, we really don't get to see or find out about like, like how Wanda's doing post Endgame, right? Like she comes back and she's able to, to beat on Thanos along with all the other Avengers. They have their big crescendo glory moment. But then afterwards, it's like, well, okay, well, well then what is some of the, the, the issues that still need to be sorted out? And so I thought that was one of the big aha moments for this particular show was um, looking at, like, for instance, like all of the, the different uh, sitcom styles, right, that we got to watch. Well, we learned that, that that's not just a wrapper for the TV show where people can have nostalgia like myself. It, we come to find out that actually these are, are are based off of various TV shows that she loved as a little girl. So suddenly there's a connection that interweaves all this stuff together and it, it's no longer throwaway, right? It's not like they wanted to, to, to have some sort of cheap trick to try and um, squeeze in as many episodes as they possibly could and make this thing last as long as they could. It was like, no, actually this was her coping mechanism. Like this was something that like she basically had hit a certain point where she no longer could deal with life because of the amount of tragedies that had stacked up. And I think it was more subconscious. Like, I don't think it was like, I think the vision thing was more conscious level because she ended up fabricating and creating this alternate reality, right? It was, it was like her safe space. It was like all of the things that she adored or loved or whatever. And she was able to conjure it up through this, 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 uh, very much welled up sense of loss and grief. So that, I mean, when I started thinking about like that and when the, when the show started to, to really reveal what was behind the curtain, so to, so to speak, that's when I was thinking, man, this is actually, a really genius move. It's really cool to be able to like have a character study. In this case, it's Wanda. And I mean, to a certain extent it is vision too, but, but it, it is like front and center Wanda in terms of how she's dealing with that. Yeah. And I picked all that up, but it's almost as if I think it would have made better sense if maybe they rearranged some of the episodes because I have, you have to give me enough to care why Wanda's doing this, or I, I need to care more about the mystery. Um, and it just didn't hold my attention that well. I think if, if they, maybe they showed Wanda's motive in the beginning. Um, you, so you can be reminded of and, and, and like see her tragedy. Um, then you, it, the rest of it would make more sense, but you don't see that until like what episode five, I think. Yeah, the, one of the the creative decisions that they made for the show was they they opted for like every once in a while there was something kind of screwy that you saw in some of the episodes. Well, actually, in, in pretty much every episode, something weird. Like when when the the guy when when the boss was choking on the food and his his wife was just kind of repeating her line over and over with a smile on her face, and you're like, what the heck is going on, you know? And also too how vision was like the only character that recognized something wasn't stirring the Kool-Aid with us, the viewers. 
And I think that 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 actually worked because they, they were starting to, it was kind of like the Truman show in a way, right? Where like certain kind of mess ups or whatever that were, that were going on caused the audience to kind of go, okay, this is not the utopia that we were sold at the beginning. Like something is amiss, a right? But I do agree with you in the sense that I think probably more thought should have been placed into, okay, how can we give the audience more of an in, in terms of, of, of letting them in on, on what Wanda's state is emotionally, right? Psychologically speaking, that sort of thing. And I think it's been a little challenging in the sense that in the previous movies, we've seen how psychologically damaged um, or even emotionally damaged the character was right. Like, like we, again, as a result of these tremendous tragedies in her life, then it, it just, it caused to mess with her head and rightfully so. I mean, you, you lose your entire family, you lose the, the love of your life. You almost get killed. you well, you do, you turn to dust and then you get brought back. Uh, you know, there, there's been a whole lot to process and digest for anyone who would actually go through that. But yeah, I think that if they were to have perhaps an additional clever way of not like spoon feeding us everything up front, but just to give little nudges where like, if you were to look back on the entire season, you'd be like, Oh yeah, they would have this thing connected to this and this, you know, whatever. Cause I, I agree. I think that by the time things really get rolling during the, like the last two to three episodes, I found myself also thinking like, man, I wish that there was some way like I, I like I don't want all of the the mysteries to be solved earlier than they were, but I definitely wanted to see some sort of like crumb trail. Right. Um, also, too, I watched uh, both Wanda and Vision's little section for the Marvel Legends. Uh huh. And that's all well done. I mean, that's kind of piecemeal together, so you see a bunch of their you know specific footage. Um, but all that is very exciting. And then they say, hey, see more in WandaVision. You're like, yeah, okay. And then you're like, you, so you take something that's really action-packed and they go, you want to see more of this? Yes, I do. Then watch WandaVision. And then WandaVision is the complete opposite. That's why I thought it's kind of marketing disservice because you had my attention all the way up here and it, it there's, I mean, action at the last part of the show, like the very, very end. Otherwise, it's just... It's a sitcom. It's two people talking. Well, and see, for me, like I always expected it to be more sitcom-y just, just because of what they were showcasing at like SDCC and some of the marketing they were doing. I, I was expecting full on sitcom of what like like the like the classic black and white sitcoms and, and perhaps even some of the, the ones that they showcased real briefly where they were in color, that sort of thing. So that was was no surprise from me. Um and I was just curious as to where they were going with that. One of the things that I wanted to bring up with you, because like I'm, I'm again, I'm really fascinated with how methodical they were in terms of visualizing her safe space, right? Or, or even remembering loved ones past. And in in the show, we 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 discover how she has painstakingly like manifested vision 
within this space. Like as long as, as, as vision that um, remains within her kind of like her red force field bubble thing that he actually can exist. Once he gets beyond that range, then he begins to disintegrate and disappear and fall apart. So we realize, Oh, this is actually not the original vision at all. This is literally a figment of Wanda's imagination that has become tangible which is incredibly powerful of her to do. But the point of where I'm going with this is it got me thinking about, you know, when we lose a loved one ourselves in the real world, what is it that we do? We desperately cling to any type of thing that represents, yeah, any kind of memory that we may have. Like I remember like when our grandmother passed a, a couple of years ago, one of the things that I immediately did was I downloaded and saved all of her voicemails that I had on my phone, right? Because that was literally the only way I could listen to her voice ever again, right? And again, that was like the closest thing that I could do to like re-manifest her so that if I listened to that on the phone, then suddenly it was almost as if she was alive again. And like I, I could just call, I could just press call back, you know, and, and be able to have a conversation with our grandmother. But the reality is, is that that's just not possible. However, it is a part of grieving, isn't it? It's like, like you want to be able to, to remember that person and almost like, like it's, it's, it's kind of a, a, a part of denial as well, where it's like, you know, the person has passed on, but you're not willing to accept it. And so you're doing everything you possibly can. And, and even, even beyond that, like, you know, based on the memories you forged with that person, if you walk into a room or you, you smell certain scents or, you know, you uh, happen to run into a, a mutual friend of theirs, you know, that there are all these triggers that can occur where suddenly it's like you you just, you swear that, 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 that person's going to be in the other room. Right. So it's, I mean, that was one of the, the big strengths of the TV show that I found myself appreciating where like they were able to, to tell that in a comic book fashion, but it was really cool to like explore the idea of like, well, what if a superhero who has these supernatural abilities, if they're going through tremendous grief and loss, what is their coping mechanism right. and, and do they actually manipulate their superpowers as a result in order to try and, you know, live some sort of fictitious lifestyle? So I thought that was, that was to me, I thought that was commendable. What did you think of white vision? I was just about to ask you that, Russ. Oh, you know, I was actually they 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 didn't only bring back White Vision, but I think in the Halloween um, episode they were wearing one of Vision's original costumes. Kind of flared up a bit because it was Halloween, but like the colors, like the yellow and yeah. the green, and like the the you know like the, the shorts and stuff. It, I, I I googled it. I'm like that knew that it looked familiar. Anyway, White Vision was. I mean, that's one of the pieces that did it for me because White Vision is the, the character that I played in the Avengers Arcade, and he wasn't, uh, you know, green and gold Vision. He was White Vision. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, oh, that's going to be how they're going to segue into bringing Vision back as, you know, White Vision. Um, 
I mean, I don't, I doubt the relationship will be there again. I don't know if I cared for his voice too much, but I know they had to do something different. So it's not just Paul Bettany talking to regular Paul Bettany. Right. Um, but I did like, like that, that final, uh, battle that they had. Uh, I thought it was, that a battle very, was cool. It, by the it, way. it was cool, but the best part of it is how it ended. Um, and I know that it's you know kind of odd because like well yeah that's the best part how they like the, the final no I'm crew. tracking with you I totally agree but it was a very visiony way to end it right because they're they're both well they 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 are <laughs> just kind of like one entity but uh, very very intelligent yeah and so they used reason and logic. It wasn't like there was evil vision and good vision. It yeah. was like the same vision of a mindset, but they both have a different mission. Right. Uh, and so once they both got in each other's heads and knew what each other knew about theory and logic and statistics and, you know, whatever, whatnot, uh, they got to basically, you know, come to terms. Yeah. And uh, figure out that they were both on the same side. I thought that's how, that's exactly how that should have ended actually. And it, uh, that was, a, I, I would go so far as to say that that was a, a nugget of movie magic right there was watching the two of them all of a sudden have like this parlay where then, then instead of going to fisticuffs, which again was super fun to watch two visions go at it. Cause I mean, it was, <laughs> it, it, it was, Really, really satisfying. You can tell that they kind of saved a little extra budget for that. However, the best part was exactly like what you were talking about, about how it came to that moment where they were both floating and they were kind of rotating slowly um, in the air and they were talking and they, and they were coming to an accord or like you said, like, like an understanding and it came through reason and logic and everything else. It was very, I mean, dare I say it was a beautiful thing. It was a very beautiful scene not in the sense of like, oh, look at that flower, how beautiful, but more like the the intellectual stimulation of that scene, even though it was pretty brief, like to me, it was a breath of fresh air. Like, it, it, like it's so easy to, to like just show off like the crazy superpowers and be all violent and everything else. But I think that's one of the things that makes Vision so unique is that he has that emotionless, ethereal side of him and when he's met with like a, a basically a carbon copy of himself, what kind of dialogue happens? I could, because again, we've never seen that in the, in the films. And so that was very refreshing. And, and I loved how it was like this. I can't remember exactly what was said, but it was along the lines of basically how I think they used like a ship metaphor. Like, like even right. though the ship had like parts that had been stripped or they are replaced or whatever, it was still the same ship. And it was cool how all of a sudden White Vision had that epiphany, came into alignment with the whoops with the other Vision, oh. and I loved how how I didn't he say like he looked at the sky and he says I am Vision and he goes when he goes launching out yeah somewhere we don't know to to the next sitcom well and and that's one of the, what makes it so exciting too is that so the Vision that that we were seeing throughout this entire season was not physically present. It was not an, an actual, it was not the original vision at all. Right. It was, it was a creation of, from, from Wanda. Right. However, the white vision is very much a, a tangible physical vision. And I wonder if he's going to kind of take on the mantle now. Yeah. I wasn't sure how that was really happening because, you know, when they had that fight, um, I mean, Wanda cannot replicate the mind stone. She can just, 
put something there that was her memory of, of the Mind Stone. So Vision, Vision's uh, skin and everything looks complete. So her, you know, no, no part is missing. Um, but he didn't have the Mind Stone, and neither did the the new White Vision. The the re put together White Vision didn't right. have the Mind Stone either. Yet they were still like like mind blasting each other. Like in the sky, a lot of how does that work? Well, and, and that's one of the things too about Wanda is she's she's using magic, right? Like we don't know what that's capable of, where the limits are. If for nothing else in this sitcom, we have realized that her powers have grown. I mean, she's way more capable of doing various things than we ever saw in the movies. And so again, that kind of like cracks open Pandora's box just a little bit more. And you're thinking, whoa, okay, what else is possible? Right. Since I stole your question, ask me another question, Steve. Well, Russ, at the end, you see the the goblin alien looking dude. Uh-huh. Pick up Rambo. Yep. Not Sylvester Stallone, Russ. No. Sylvester Stallone's daughter from another mother. Um... <laughs> Rambo and Rambo. I, 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 I smell what you're stepping in. Yes. So what character is she and where is she going? <clears throat> so, I mean, I her, just finished the show, Russ. So I haven't done my homework on that bit yet. <laughs> <laughs> I believe she is the friend of Captain Marvel. <sighs> I believe she was in the movie Captain Marvel. Wasn't her? I, I want to say that was her. I want to say that she was the one who was like the, the co-pilot of... She was either the co-pilot or she was another pilot, but she was buddies with Captain hmm. Marvel before she became Captain Marvel. That's what I thought. And after. <laughs> but yeah, Monica Rambeau. Yeah, I, I, if I were to wager a guess, which is really not more of a guess. It's kind of more of like, that's what I think. Okay. So... That's uh yeah. There you go. The question but, but, answered. But what was the little green dude? Oh, well, again, so in Captain Marvel, the movie, we ah, are you're right. Ah, boy. Ah, look at that. La, La, Lashana Lynch and um yeah, Captain um Rambo. You you realize you saw that movie with me in the theater, Steve? Yeah, I did. Uh she looked different in that movie though. A little bit, yeah. Like I didn't recognize her. I mean, I I figured it might have been. She was the same younger. Car- well, she, yeah, I don't know. She just looked like way different. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. Anyway, I, uh, and the, and the aliens that you that you saw at the end of the sitcom were the same alien race that they were rescuing at the end of Captain Marvel, who were like they're the they're the uh, shapeshifters. I figured they were yeah, shapeshifters. But it wasn't just one, but like the whole species is capable of it. So it's like the dude who shapeshifted into um, Samuel Jackson at the end of, um, yes. was that Spider-Man? Yes. Spider-Man Far From Home. So what's the, but, and, but, but Rambo had glowing eyes. Okay. And now, she was able to slow down bullets. I think... Something happened when she forced her way through. Remember how she was forcing her way through the, uh, Wanda's force field? Yeah. Yeah, which, by the way, visual effects-wise, actually was pretty sweet, I thought. 
But she she was making her way through that, and I think something got activated or something. She was exposed to something, yeah. and I think that's what caused her to all of a sudden have some sort of rash. Sweet superpowers. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Very Neo from Matrix in a way, slowing down bullets. Ooh. <laughs> Ain't gonna kill me this time. I have a feeling you do that every time you get out of the shower. <laughs> <laughs> Every other time. With uh, all the steam billowing out. Yeah. And you turn on a little strobe light over in the corner real quick. <laughs> yeah. For dramatic effect. And I just started going. <laughs> Your wife's like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. I'm Neo, babe. And I- <laughs> <laughs> there is no spoon. Oh, gosh. <laughs> there is no towel. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, WandaVision. Yeah, back to it. I want to take a moment to commend Paul Bettany and always, especially Elizabeth Olsen because the acting I thought was just right there. We've always been a fan of Paul Bettany. Yeah. Even before he started doing the character of Vision. Uh, however, Elizabeth, ha- I-, I know for myself, I- I'm not really familiar with previous works that she's done prior to being the character of Wanda. She has a lot of depth. She does. All of all of the acting that was on display. I mean, she can really, you know, she, she bring can, it on. She can play, you know, more of like a supportive, charming character. She can also, especially when it comes to like anger or, or sadness or grief, like there is a lot of authentic representation there. Like, like, I mean, when my wife and I were watching the the show, that was one of the things that we were commenting on on a number of occasions, especially as we got toward the end of the season where, I mean, it's very palpable. Even when you think of like uh, Avengers affinity war, (laughs) we have to get some, some, Updated pop filters so we're not blowing out everybody's eardrums every time we do a letter P or, you know, whatever. Anyway, don't shortchange what I'm saying, Steve. Because she did actually, uh, I thought it was, I, I think the show would have suffered if it didn't have the level of range that she had on display. And it wasn't forced. It wasn't like, you know, the different emotions she was trying to convey wasn't, I mean, in my opinion, it wasn't like it was hard to understand or, or didn't come across as, as legit. Like, I, I really felt the pain through her acting. I felt more of Paul Bettany. So I know what you're saying. I know exactly what you're saying. But yeah. I, I felt it more with Paul Bettany than I did with Elizabeth Olsen. Um, I, I thought she acted better, like, in the beginning when, like, she's mixing with the crowd in um you know, like in the town for example and it almost seemed like she was in a sitcom but she wasn't naturally cast for the sitcom she was just trying to act like she was fitting in the sitcom mm-hmm. um acting as if she was acting in a sense and i thought that was cool i just really felt um uh, paul bettany bring it there towards the end uh, especially uh, when he was saying goodbye, I mean, I, I, they, they, they both have a lot of chemistry, and, um, but towards the end when they're wrapping everything up, and he, and he has a way of like just looking into her soul through her eyes and like just holding her face and stuff as he's saying these, these, uh, you know, sweet 
romantic, endearing words to her. And uh, yeah, he just brought it, brought it home for me. Um, well, and the chemistry between the two of them is still there. I mean, it's like every time that we see them together, there is just this very effortless chemistry that, that exudes. I don't know. Like, like I just, I just, I love the, the romantic side of, of the two characters. So changing gears a little bit here though, when it comes to Agnes, yeah. what'd you think of her when she, when she kind of revealed her true self? Eh, I, I, I could, I, didn't really care for her that much. I, she seemed, I mean, her character was like the over the top, uh, nosy neighbor. Yeah. Throughout, I mean, which is obvious. And, but I almost like, which is like, you know, what you've come to expect from a lot of the sitcoms. Yeah. And I kind of liked her character better that way. It almost seemed like there was nothing complex about her or, or at least like her acting as a nosy neighbor who is now a villain, uh, didn't come through. If she had completely changed her persona, like altogether, I think it would have been better. Um, I mean, her character was different. Yes, but she still was like that nosy neighbor and now I'm a witch sort of thing. And that, that just didn't work for me. I, I, I would like something completely different once that reveal was there. Um, I didn't see it. I mean, it was cool. What, what happened? I, I liked the, her fingers look cool. I like, was just about to say like the, her fingers, yeah. uh, were definitely cool. Her costume was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I liked like the backstory, but all that is like separate from what the actress did or how the, the her her part was written in. So I, that that I didn't really care for. I thought it was fun to be able to see her be the nosy neighbor type, right? Like like the best friend or the nosy neighbor um, throughout all the different sitcom decades, and even as she transformed into her true colors she wasn't nearly as nosy neighbor ish. She actually became quite cold and cruel. Honestly, I thought some of the things that she was doing was messed up, like forcing Wanda to go. Well, now I'm talking about it. It's weird because it's like on the one hand, it's really cruel of her to have forced Wanda to go through all these very awful memories. Right. But at the same time, it was therapeutic in its own way that, that obviously I don't think she intended Wanda to have, but it was almost like in a weird, ironic turn, she suddenly by facing all of these different things was almost, it helped her kind of come to terms with them. So that, I thought that was, that was pretty interesting. And, and even the, like as the final battle ensued between the two witches, I thought that was actually really fun too, because we're, we're starting to understand more of who the Scarlet Witch is. And I mean, one of my favorite moments was actually like, like when she's like, you know, shooting out all these different uh, (laughs) power beams or whatever, like magical uh, fireballs, (laughs) power fruits, power fruits, (laughs) dragon fruit. But we didn't really know what was going on. And then we come to realize, Oh, that Wanda had learned from her encounter with Agnes in her lair and was actually creating the, these different glyphs within the, 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 the huge red force field that she had made. You know, again, I thought that was another clever kind of twist. It was like, Oh, okay. Well that I, I didn't see that coming. I didn't think that that, you know, as far as I was concerned, I thought something else was, gonna transpire like I don't who know who knows but like we at that point in time we were seeing how Agnes's power 
was in the ability to be able to absorb the power of others, right? And so Wanda was really starting to spend a lot of, of her exertion and her powers. And as a result, like you see her hands start to wither away and you see her, her face getting more gaunt and that sort of thing. And I knew that that like there had to be a way that, that she would get out of it, right? Because they, they can't just kill Wanda off in, right. in the first season. But at the same time, I didn't know how that was going to happen. Yeah, I, I I figured that I didn't know that with the the runes were the one unknown for me. I I figured what was going to happen is uh, eventually Wanda was going to have to shrink down her the expansion of her force field, like you know whatever. And area of influence. Area of influence. That's a good way to put it. And I thought she, they were that she was going to basically box her in mm-hmm. to this. Um, area of influence that where she can control everything that happens in this box. Like she was controlling everything that happened in the town. That's how I figured it was going to happen. So there being that Wanda was in control of everything and they weren't in that little um, layer with the runes where she couldn't use any of her powers. I just thought, okay, well, Wanda's in control. And so she's going to fake her out thinking that she has it when she actually doesn't. And Wanda can make herself appear however she wants to appear anyway. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I think I, I could, I saw that happening anyway. It was just the fact that they brought out the runes and I went, Oh yeah, the runes. Ah, she remembered that. Okay. Yeah. But it, it, it and the end result, it was still kind of the same, uh-huh. which I figured would, would happen. So anyway, ask me a question, Steve. Well, Russ, where do we go from here? That is a good question. I don't know if this is going to be a standalone season or if they're planning on doing a, um, like a, a season two. I think it's going to be very difficult to know for sure, but um, the way things are left, we you know, obviously she was able to come to terms with the fact that Vision is in fact gone, you know, um, and so the, the version that she had is no longer there, although the white Vision still exists. <laughs> We hey, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Memories have been downloaded, <laughs> sweet cheeks. Uh, but yeah, like like when it comes to how the 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 season ended, if you recall, I mean, she kind of shut down the 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 playhouse, so to speak, right? Like like her imaginary home just kind of went away, and suddenly we realized, wow, like this, even the house like never existed. Like this was. A, a an empty lot of foundation that could have been a house that perhaps she and Vision had planned to build at eventually. She and Vision envisioned. Exactly. We should have like a, a vision jar. Every time we say the word vision, we're going to put a quarter in it. Funk. <laughs> so yeah, I, don't, I have no idea. I think it's going to oh, kind of depend on okay. what the reception was of this show and and as a result like okay well how are we going to continue telling the story because <laughs> yeah what'd you guys think i think <laughs> i think that that hmm. there are cliffhangers to it but i do think due to the fact that they had white vision in it he blasts off we don't know where he went and she has now moved on that does keep the door open i kind of wish they left his eyes like all that kind of blue webby Kind of looking color. He looks really different that way. He they they he shared at the end. They, they kind of shared the same eyes. What did you think of Wanda's new outfit at the end? Very true to the comic. Yeah, I yeah. I thought um, it looked pretty cool. I, I I. It wasn't like it wasn't too comic booky. It was like like the headdress part 
definitely was like from the comics, but in terms of the outfit itself, I, I thought it had enough there that was like, Oh, that's reminds me of the comic book, but it, but it was underplayed. I hope they don't go more with it because she does. De- she, well, I was going to say she, she's going to definitely going to stand out. Not like any of them all <laughs> stand out, but, uh, it, it almost looks too like retro in a way. Like you would expect. The final costume? Yeah, in a way. Like I did like how throughout the season, like we saw different kind of iterations. Like like when it was Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, if you don't have anything else to say, then I say we go to concluding thoughts and rating. Let's do it, Russ. Go ahead, Steve. So uh, this is not a show that I would really recommend. Um, I would say if you're, of course, a Marvel fan, you're going to enjoy seeing the characters on screen. I would just say that um, watch it to relax. Don't watch it to be like you're going to shove a bunch of popcorn in your face and have a grand old time and get your blood pressure going and you know cheering and turn the sound system up because this ain't the show for that. <laughs> this is just, uh, you know, if, if you, if you've seen some of the older shows, the Dick Van Dykes, the leave it to beavers, uh, the canned laughter, uh, ouch, I hurt my finger. Oh, life hurts. Sammy. <laughs> kind of sounds so jaded. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, but anyhow, I mean, it's, but you're going to have to kind of put up with it because you're not going to know what's going on. I mean, my, I, I didn't read anything about the show going into it. I wanted, I really wanted to keep an open mind. And so I, I, my, my expectations were through the roof actually. And so, uh, oftentimes my wife and I are looking at her like, is this going to get any better? Because this is, I mean, it's not bad, but I can't really say it's good. Uh, and it didn't get good for me until towards the end. I mean, literally I sat through, a good seven episodes wanting it to get better. And then it finally got better at like the, the last quarter of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and as, as a viewer and as a fan, I, I need more than just the last quarter to finish it up. I need you to hold my attention throughout the movie. You can still have a slow moving movie and hold my attention enough. And, and to me that that just didn't happen. There were definitely cool elements in it. Uh, I'm looking forward to see where they, where they take it next. Um, it's just not something that I'm going to be thinking about, you know, in the future, really, I'm going to be looking forward to the next show. I'm not going to be thinking about this or seeing what's, you know, season two is going to bring really. I mean, if it comes out, I'll be like, okay, cool. What are they going to do? But I'm not going to be in a hurry. Mm -hmm. And what rating would you give this to you? I would say two and a half, two and a half stars. For me, I wasn't sure what to expect. The marketing definitely set it up, like I was saying earlier, about it being more of a kind of charming, quirky sitcom type of show. However, that was just the the very, very top, like the just the, the surface level stuff. They really didn't give us any kind of pretense as to what we could expect going into it. It was just that was what they led with. Going into it, I do think that it was a little slow at first. I do. I, I mean, as a viewer, I was, con- I was kind of confused and lost because I wasn't sure how I was supposed to interpret the show as a whole. As I moved on though, and I got to like pretty much the, the second half of the season, things really started to fall into place for me. I really enjoyed 
watching as vision was, was becoming more and more increasingly aware that something was not right. Even with his confrontations um, with Wanda, I think that that was also very palpable where like it wasn't all sunshine and rainbows all the time, how he was getting scared himself and was having more and more of a self realization that maybe this really isn't him. And he was having to grapple with that too, because he felt like he was real and, and he was, you know, he was trying to, to understand what memories he has versus which ones were, were somehow missing or something until he was told. But I think the biggest takeaway from this show was the exploration of grief. I think that that was incredibly original because you just, I mean, if you think of like the, the, the broad spectrum of all the comic book movies that have come out, we haven't had this type of experience before. That is true. It's a, it's a brand new approach to how do we tell a story that is interesting, that does cause the viewers to walk away and reflect a bit on it, that doesn't involve kind of the, the rinse and repeat of big battle sequence, some villain dies or whatever, and everybody lives happily ever after. Like, like, you know, what, what if we were to explore more of the aftermath, what would that look like? And I think honestly, that was ballsy. That was, that was a risk that Marvel took when it came to this. And I think that overall it did in fact pay off. Like, like I said, I was, I, I finished the, the, the show satisfied. It was by no means a perfect show. I do wish that they had some sort of vehicle toward the, the first half that allowed us kind of maybe to understand, like let us in on a bit of, of where Wanda's mind was at perhaps, but not in a way that would ruin the surprises at the end. I think it would be interesting to see where this goes. If they have a season two, I would watch it. I would definitely want to check it out. I think if you are fans of Wanda and vision, I, I would say, well, you know, go ahead and watch it. I think that it is a lot of fun to be able to see these characters that are not necessarily in a tentpole film. And it honestly, it's a character study. That's what it is. It, 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 it enables us to be able to see certain characters that, you know, like what, what does their downtime look like? right? Like when they're not like all assembled as Avengers or whatever, what kind of personal conflict or trials and tribulations do they have to overcome? And I think that we, we saw that to a certain extent with like the standalone movies, for instance, right? Like, like we were able to see character progression, but these are two characters that never got their own standalone film. And to a large extent, even in the movies, they tend to be more like secondary characters. Like they, they're not like the front characters like Iron Man or Captain America, so on and so forth. And so this was a great opportunity to be able to see that. I did think it was interesting too, how this is a TV show. This is not a movie. And it was interesting how going back and forth with like the production values, with what they were telling and everything else, it was this interesting mashup because there were, there were times where it ceased being just a TV show to me and actually was a Marvel movie. But then there are other instances where like, it was very like certainly a TV show, but I think I personally got a kick out of that just because I think it's a promising step of things to come where like, you know, as more and more of these shows get made, 
I think it's, you're going to start to see the blurring of the lines when it comes to movies versus TV. And especially with them intertwining and connecting everything between movies and TV, that's just going to make it even more fun to watch these shows in the future. But as it stands, I think I'm going to give WandaVision three stars. You're always more excited about stuff than I am. But it's like you you project <laughs> like, oh, I totally disagree. I think it was great. Da, 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 da. I'm like, okay, well, here's my rating. Why? I, half a star more than you. But it's like, <laughs> like, like you and I are just... <laughs> delivery, Steve. Tell them the delivery. I guess. But no, I mean, I, like I said, like when it comes to, to a film like WandaVision, I think that there were certain things that needed to be um, addressed that weren't. And at the same time too, like when it comes to like a TV show like this, like to me, it, it was more of, like I said, a, a, an, ex, an experiment or a character study that explores a certain like little part. Like, like all they did was they, they, they plucked out this one moment from the Avengers infinity war and Endgame movies and said, you know what? I bet we could, extrapolate this out and like really look into like, okay, how would these characters, or in this case, really it's just one character. How would Wanda deal with this moving forward? And I think that that's commendable, but it's not something that's like on this, this huge Epic scale that would warrant a higher rating in my opinion. But it was, I mean, to me, like I said, like the second half is like, Oh, this, this is, I'm, this is enjoyable. I'm getting a kick out of it. That wraps up this episode of Joygasm. Thanks for hanging out with us. If you enjoyed this episode, we invite you to check out patreon.com slash joygasm. You'll get early access and exclusive perks that are directly connected to this show. Uh, you can consider becoming a monthly contributor if you'd like, and that will financially- Only if you want to. Only if you want. Oh, only if you so desire, you know? Um, you get- Oh, well- Go back. You totally T-boned my I, whole I'm, thing. I'm Thanks a lot. Starting to get really good at that. <laughs> anyway, I was going to say, not to mention it helps us continue doing what we love to do right in this space here. Um, also, you can follow us on social media and YouTube. Just do a search for Joygasm TV. Also, you can follow us on Twitch to watch us stream our games live every Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. Central Time. We will look forward to hanging out with you next week.